0: Independence Day Our holy rabbi, the Baal Sulam, relates to the establishment of the State of Israel and its independence in his writings. In order to understand his words, we need to examine closely a principle he enunciated. In spirituality, the time of giving and the time of receiving is separated from each other. In this respect, spirituality differs from the physical realm, in which giving and receiving happen simultaneously. However, in spirituality, it is possible that giving may happen at one time, whereas receiving that which is given could take place at a totally different time. When God gives something to the receiver, this means that the receiver is given the opportunity to receive but in practice he might not yet have received anything, as he is yet to purify himself and be sanctified until he is fit to receive the gift that God is giving him. So, it could well happen that the receiving of the gift could be considerably delayed with respect to the time of its being given. The other principle we need to look at is that the redemption on the one hand and the perfection of the attainment of the light of God on the other, are intimately bound up with each other. The ultimate redemption of Israel, as the establishment of the kingdom of Israel, according to the laws of the Torah, and the revelation of God in the life of both the individual and of the community, come together. It is a true phenomenon, that whoever is drawn to the innermost aspects of the Torah, is drawn to the land of Israel. The innermost aspect of the Torah is the revelation of God to his created beings at different levels, revelation after revelation, as cause and effect. Thus whoever's heart is drawn to meditate on the inner meanings of the Torah is naturally drawn to Israel. Therefore the promise, and the land will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the water covers the sea, will only be fulfilled at the end of days, at the time of the redemption. The Zohar teaches us that the full attainment of God's light consists of 125 levels, which is the sum of the full complement of worlds, him that are spiritual entities, and spherot. Only in the days of the Messiah will it be possible for all 125 levels in spirituality to be attained, according to the inner meaning of the scripture, and the land will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as water covers the sea. And no one will need to teach his neighbour or his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all will know me, from the smallest to the biggest. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 9. Only Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and his holy band of the Zohar merited the attainment of the complete light of God. And it is stated often in the Zohar that there will not be a generation like that of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai until the days of Messiah. This is why the Zohar made such a strong impression in the world, for it comprises the inner aspect of the Torah for all its 125 levels. Only in the time of Messiah will all the inner meanings and the Zohar itself be revealed, when the generations will be ready for it. We have been given a clear proof that our generation has come to the days of Messiah. For our eyes see that all the commentaries and explanations of the Zohar, which precede that of the baal sulam only explained maybe a tenth of the difficult places in the Zohar, and in the little that they did explain, their words are almost as hard to understand as those of the Zohar itself. Only in our generation have we merited the clear light of Rabbi Yehuda Leif Ashlag, the baal sulam who wrote the Peirusha Sulam, In which he gave the full explanation of the words of the Zohar. Such that the clear revelation of the Zohar in our generation is a definite proof that we are actually in the days of the Messiah, in the beginning of the generation of which the scripture says, and the land will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the water covers the sea. However, in spirituality, the time of giving is separated from the time of receiving. So when we state that our generation is the generation of the days of Mashiach, this is only with respect to the aspect of what we are given. In other words, it is granted to us the opportunity to become the generation of the days of Messiah. But whether we actualize and receive this opportunity depends on our purifying ourselves from the pollution of selfish love, dedicating ourselves to the service of God and our fellow man according to our learning of the Torah. Prior to this purification, we cannot receive the revelation of God in actual practice, either as individuals or in the life of the community. And the revelation of God needs to be felt and be actual in our daily life. It needs to be the building stone for Israeli society. However, this is only possible to the extent that we purify ourselves, as is fitting. Then we will get to the time of the receiving of the gift we have been given and the actual fulfilment of the scripture, and the land will be filled with the knowledge of God. We have already said that the redemption of Israel and the innermost aspect of the Torah are bound up together. So just as we have only been given the opportunity for the perfect attainment of the light of God, and we have not yet merited to receive it, likewise with respect to the redemption, we have only merited to have been given it, but we have not yet received it. The fact is, that God has taken our holy land out of the hands of foreigners and returned it to us. However, the land is still not yet under our authority because we have not yet come to the time of receiving. We do not have economic independence. It is quite clear that we cannot have political independence without economic independence. After all, it is not a secret that each of the citizens of Israel owes the government of America a big debt and that we depend on many external factors for our sustenance. As a consequence, they then think they have the authority to interfere even in matters which are crucial for our fate. If we refuse, then they threaten us that they will take measures. Furthermore, there can be no redemption for the body without redemption of the soul, and so long as Israelis are caught up in the cultures of foreign nations and do not fully adopt the religion of Israel and its culture, then physically... We are still captive by the other nations. May God help us in this. It is hard to understand, why are people not more excited by the redemption after 2,000 years? God took the land out of the hands of strangers and gave it to us. Still we have not yet received it, and we cannot enjoy it in the full sense of the word. For God has given us the opportunity for redemption, but we still have to purify ourselves and to accept upon ourselves the unconditional service of God into our mitzvot. Then the temple will be rebuilt, and we will receive the land and have authority over it, and then we will feel the joy of the redemption. The issue of the purification may be defined by one subject, and that is, leaving our selfish love. This expresses itself in two ways in the work of the human being. One way, serving his fellow man, which expresses itself in the work between a man and his wife, or between himself and his parents, or between each other, and in every one of our relationships. In the other way, in our relationship between man and God through faith. Such work of purification needs to make a change in our private lives, and then subsequently in our lives as the Israeli nation. It was not for nothing that the great sage Rabbi Akiva defined love your neighbour as yourself as the central precept of the Torah. It was not for nothing that Hillel defined what is hateful to yourself don't do to others as the foundation of Judaism. We need to understand that there is no compromise in this and there is no possibility that God will appear in the life of the individual or in the life of the general population as long as we are removed from putting this into practice. Whilst we are solely involved in receiving for ourselves alone, when God is all-giving, the spiritual distance between us and God is unbridgeable. This is why there is such concealment of the reality of God in both our private and our general life. This is the cause of so much confusion in our lives. In order to change this situation, we have no alternative other than to change the patterns of our life such that we will be fitted to receive from the Torah Mitzvot the light of God that is hidden in them, until slowly, slowly, we will be able to change the nature of our selfish love. We have to increase our practice of love your neighbour as yourself. I don't mean in some idealistic or philosophical way, but in actual practice, starting with our friends and the people we are close to, seeing how we can help them with their troubles, whether it be with a health problem or a financial problem, or any other way, sharing in their sorrows and rejoicing in their happiness. Slowly a person begins to realise that his happiness is not dependent on the measure in which he can enjoy life, for this is a completely false measure which only distances him from God. But a person needs to understand that his happiness depends on the extent he is able to give good to his fellow being and thus get out of the bubble of selfish egoism. Of course, the purpose is for a person to come to closeness with God and to love God at the end of the process. But it was not by chance that Rabbi Akiva and Hillel chose to define the essence of the holy work and purification in terms of the love of one's fellow man. For in the relationship between man and God, it is easy for a person to imagine and delude himself, but this is not possible in his relationship between himself and his fellow. When we start to work for the sake of others, we begin to see changes in our daily life, and we will feel the presence of God in a real way in our life and the concealment of God will lift, and God will become part of our reality of our life in the manifestation of the innermost aspect of the Torah, as this is dependent on one thing only, and that is man leaving his selfish love. Then changes will also happen in the social and national structure, for the fact that we don't have economic independence can only be blamed on ourselves. If everyone was concerned to lend a hand to help his fellow in the truest way, then we would certainly be able to stand on our feet in an economic sense, and we would also not be dependent on external factors politically, and no other nation would see itself as being in a position of dictating to us our internal affairs. So we see that the independence of Israel and its land is dependent on one factor alone, the development of the love of man in the soul of man, as the means for which to come to the love of God. This is the meaning of the name Israel, For Israel is the letters Yashar El, meaning straight to God, which teach us that through the love of our fellow man, we come to the love of God. And then all the works and thoughts of a man are directed to one aim, and that is to do good for the Creator. Nevertheless, even though we have not yet arrived at the full expression of independence, we must celebrate and rejoice on Yom Ha'ad the day of Israel's independence, thanking God for his mercies to us. For he is an expression of his love to us, that he gave us these two wonderful presents, our land and the innermost aspect of the Torah. We need to trust in him, that he will help us. He'll help us put in the labor requisite to purify and sanctify ourselves, and he will not forsake us or abandon us. The knowledge that we have received from heaven, the nature of true independence, which is the domination of the will to give, over the will to receive oneself alone, is also a cause for joy and a cause for celebration. That we have not yet reached the full expression of these gifts should not detract from our joy, but we should always look at the cup as half full and give thanks and gratitude for the gift that we have received, that after 2,000 years of the most dreadful exile, God has brought us back to our holy land, the land in which the eyes of God are on it from the beginning of the year to the year's end. This talk is a translation of an article written by Rabbi Avraham Mordechai Gottlieb based on Matan Torah of Rabbi Yehudalev Ashlag. This audio recording is brought to you from Nahorah School, established by Yadida Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Yehudalev Ashlag. Studies with Yadida Cohen are available through the Nahorah School online. Details at www.nahorahschool.com or www.nahorahpress.com.